Hello and welcome back to the spreadsheets test brought to you by Looks Good on Paper. As ever, it's me, Felix Pate. Uh, we've got some people joining me for the first time on the spreadsheet test. We've got Charlie. Hello. We've got Umar. Hello. And we've got Adam. Hello. Um, and my dog that's just walked into the room. Uh, and today we are going to be picking our 11 of the season uh, from Premier League. Players at 23 and under with a little asterisk next to it. Um, you know, people grow older in a season. Some of these players will probably turn 24 before the season is done. Um, but we've just gone with people who have been 23 for the majority of the season so far and have been standout performers. Um, we'll start in goal as normal. Only really three choices here. Um, Ilan Meslier from Leeds, Robert Sanchez uh, at Brighton, and Aaron Ramsdale from Sheffield United. Adam, your goalkeeper from this season. Uh, I pick Ramsdale. Okay. Uh, I, I assume we all pick different ones. Oh, am I? Am yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. I pick Aaron Ramsdale. I don't think he's positionally great or anything. I just think he makes some good saves. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's a good shot stopper. I mean, I think the fee that was paid for him hasn't helped. And, you know, he's gone from a side facing a lot of shots, battling relegation, straight into a side that's facing a lot of shots, battling relegation. And it's it's not his confidence any good. Um, you know, he's had some standout games. His 2021 projection um, for the impact score, 83.8. So it's not, you know, it's not great. Um, I assume... Umar and Charlie, you haven't got Aaron Ramsdale? No, I was... No, yeah. go on, you go first. All right, I'll go. Out of them three, I'd go Robert Sanchez, probably. I think he's been very good for Brighton. And he's like very just dependable in the sense that like he won't make too many mistakes like Ramsdale. He'll just you know, keep the ball out, isn't it? Make good saves. Pretty good yeah. with the ball at his feet no, as well. Yeah, he seems very good at the ball. Whereas Melier, he's like we saw in the Arsenal game, he's very prone to making a mistake with the ball at his feet. Mm-hmm. And didn't help that he plays out the back all the time. So, I mean, he's probably a better shot stopper than Sanchez Melia, but if he was my goalkeeper, I'd be shit scared when he hit the ball. Yeah, that makes that. sense. I mean, Brighton have been pretty unlucky. Um, like the underlying numbers this season have had them really good, yeah. but yeah, they're, they're, I, Matt Ryan I think they're this massively season. underperforming. Yeah, I think that has been a marked improvement, and that has come down to Sanchez being an average keeper rather than a below average one that Ryan seemed to be for the first half of the season. And then the finishing getting slightly better. Um, Charlie, who have you gone for? I was torn between Sanchez and Meslier, but I went Meslier because I think the amount of shots he has to face every single game leads his defence. I think he does quite a, a decent job, even though, you know, he's still very, very young and, yeah, he's not very consistent, but he, he's definitely got the the makings of a very good goalkeeper. Like some of the saves that he does make are very, very good. Mm. It's just, he needs to improve. It's pretty obvious his distribution is, is not good. No. And it's been a standout. I, I, I went for Messier for similar reasons. Like He has pulled out some, all three of them have pulled out some really good saves, but Messier, from what I've seen, has, has done some really remarkable goalkeeping um i think the aston villa game stands out in my mind and the when they won three nil but i think also the pressure that's put on ilan meslier in that marcelo bielsa system to consistently play out from the back play such a high line with that defense with let's be honest defenders who aren't world-class well, in any sense standard. 
let alone being that good in a high press, that the volume and difficulty of the, the efforts he faces, I think he does a very good job. I think that distribution will only get better in time. He's 20 years old and he's still confident enough to play out from the back as often uh, as he can. I think he's definitely a, a potential French number one uh, in the not-too-distant future when Hugo Lloris moves on. Um, so he he was my pick as well. Um, uh, just I, quickly, I think I actually well, yeah, have the best under-23 goalkeeper in the league is actually Dean Henderson, and he'll probably be Man United's number one next year as well. Yeah, I think that yeah, is a very he's, worthy he's shout. The best, but he just doesn't get the minutes. And when he does, he plays very well. Um, I think he should be given a run of games. And he's a lot different to De Gea in the fact he's a lot louder, I think, and he commands his box a lot better. De Gea is obviously the better shot stopper, but De Gea, I always think with De Gea, he seems to shout after the errors. Yeah, yeah, after the. He, fuck never, up. he never seems to like tell them what to do before. Yeah, like, it's really because even without the crowd noise, you can tell Henderson is so much louder than De Gea, always shouting. I mean, I think it's, it's sometimes for no reason. Ollie puts him in for a couple of games, in my opinion, see what he's like because. You need to give him a run of games before next season, mm-hmm. especially if he's going to take oh, yeah. over as number one. I think it was Carragher who was saying this the other day. You have to give him a run of games because if he's not good enough, you've got a summer to then go and buy someone. Yeah. If he can't be a number one. problem is everyone at Man United loves to hear so much. It's going to be very hard to drop him. Exactly. He's a legend, really, isn't he? Best keeper of the 2010s in the Premier League. Probably. Um Charlie, I'm going to let you talk about this this next man. Um, I think the only <laughs> unanimous selection was our left back. Um, unfortunately, he's Even not going to play a part for the rest of the season. But go on, talk talk to me about James well, Justin. James Justin, he, the man has been absolutely unbelievable. It's such a shame that he's out for the rest of the year because whenever he's played. He looks undroppable. We've had Castagna and Ricardo both back from injury here. Are very, very good fullbacks. But it was just impossible to drop Justin in the form that he was in. I think quite a lot of people have seen it this year. He's really come into his own. Because last season, he wasn't really playing enough to warrant it. But now he's had to come in and he's definitely stepped up. Mm-hmm. I think it's just such a shame that he's out for nine months now. Because I think I could have seen him go into the Euros. He was definitely pushing for it. Yeah, I mean, it is a setback. We we projected him at about 128 uh, going into 2021, his impact score, which is, you know, phenomenal. Um, I first heard about him, you know, when he was coming through at Luton that season, they got promoted, him and Jack Stacey, who's now at Bournemouth. Um, and the thing is his versatility for me, because um, he, he came through as a right back, has played left back, um, has played left centre back on occasions as well in a back three yeah, this season. Back. yeah. Predominantly last season, he was chucked into a three, but he's been mostly played as a left back this season. He can, he's very solid in defense and he can provide a threat for an attack. And like you said, he can play at right back, he can play at left back. He's got that versatility that that is needed, especially in a Leicester team where you get a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, Adam, anyone else you want to shout out at left back? Tierney, I guess you hear me. It's a Tierney. <laughs> yeah, Tierney. Yes, okay, yeah, Tierney. Yeah, I mean, a decent play. He's not anywhere near as good as Justin. Well, I think this he's regressed. Anyway. Yeah. Well, most of the Arsenal team have this season. Yeah. One I'd like to. I just wonder give why. A... Maybe it's the manager. You shit. <laughs> a quick mention to is Tarek Mitchell at Crystal Palace. Um, Van Aert was injured for most of the start of the season. Came in, 
um, did a solid job, has played left back and occasionally left midfield. Um, again, another who was originally a right back and has you know, just filled in quite admirably um, at left back. So him and Ryan Knight Nori as well uh, has shown flashes at Wolves. What's um, his nationality? Ryan Knight Nori is French. 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 Uh, right back, this is a lot trickier. There's, there's probably four or five right backs, all of whom are English, which it's just insane, the depth it's, that England it's a hard have one, at right back. Um, Umar, let's go with yours. I want Reese. I want probably. Reese right. James. Did Hold you on. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're a bit loud, but I can hear you. Okay. So, there we go. My, my headphones just like fucked up. Uh, so, anyway, I want Reese James because I think he's probably the best right back that we have in England. I say this as I think he's and pretty defensively. And then I also think, which is very important, which is why I haven't put Trent there. Uh, just there. And then I think he's also pretty good in attacking-wise. I think he can shoot pretty well. As you saw with his goal against Brighton, his crossing is very good. And then, yeah, I just think he's pretty complete. I think he's definitely but, done um, Trent this season. I would just say Aaron Bissaka, but I think he'd fit in more of a sort of right centre-back, to be honest. Sliding along all over the place. Yeah, I agree on James probably being um, the most well-rounded. Um, obviously, he made his England debut this season towards the back end of 2020. Um, Chelsea have kind of shifted between a four and a three. It looks like it's going to be a three under two call. Um, they have been, yeah. Yeah, James can't really get a game at the minute because we're asking Hudson Adai back in, which mm-hmm. is a shame. Yeah, but um, as you say, his best attributes are in defence. That's probably why they're putting a right back, wing back who's attacking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 attack. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think he's very good at attacking. Yeah. I think uh, my opinion mentioned Matty Cash as well. Yeah, oh yeah, he was, he's, he was a name I was going to throw in. Obviously, Villa he, have improved massively this season. Go on, Charlie. He's just, especially coming up from from the Championship last season to a much better Villa side this year. I think it's helped with. I think Terry's really helped them defensively this year behind the scenes because they look, especially with Martinez as well. They look oh, so he's... much more defensively solid this, compared to last season and just more well-rounded as a team. They look like they could be getting Europe compared to last season where they should have probably gone down if we were all... They see them like two a game. It was ridiculous. Well, they, they would have gone down realistically had it not been for a, a Hawkeye error. Um, <laughs> you could say that, but you could also say, you know... Yeah, of course. There's probably other errors earlier on in the yeah. season. But yeah, they just look much more... Solid as a unit, and I think Mike Cash has been very good at that right back spot for them. He seems was it El Mahamadi last year? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, Gilbert as well. Yeah, they, they, he just seems um, a good step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember the Man City game. The oh. only thing I was thinking because wing play is just like basically all we use. I was thinking, how are we going to score? How are we going to score? And then they sub off the left back. And then we absolutely tear them apart down that wing. Down that oh, my target is superb. Get past. Yeah, he's doing good as well this season. He's doing the shout. I'm going to the Euros, actually. One target. more I'd I'd throw in, um, probably would be a lot higher 
on the list I had not recently. Tariq Lamptey. Tariq Lamptey. Yeah. Um, played predominantly as a right wing back this season. They've mostly played a five at Brighton, but his attacking output was phenomenal. I mean, he was winning penalties left, right and centre, it felt. Um, was getting assists and was you know solid defensively. Had the, the three centre-backs behind him as an insurance policy, but he really made that that right-hand wing-back slot his own. Um, yeah, and I think, think Brighton struggled to adapt a little bit at first without him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have done now with Veltman playing there. He's filled in quite well. But he was well, He's so fast. And I watched him play, honestly. I couldn't believe how fast he was. The only reason I didn't put him was because of his injuries. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's got a big enough... You know, I don't think he's played enough to warrant being in. How many games and the fact we've got about 75 other right-backs as well. Yeah, as well. I think he's played 11 or 12 games this exactly. season. Exactly. Like I think he, he is a future, definitely. Um, centre-backs. Adam, name me your first centre-back. Well, I mean, it's obviously Diaz, isn't it, really? <laughs> Probably. Absolutely immense. He's so physically good. Like, everyone talks about VVD being able to, like, shrug people off. And he just does it so well. And the thing, they always say, like, the good start, like, nowadays, the centre-back is, like, when they don't go to ground. And Diaz seems to go to ground a lot. But whenever he does, he wins it every single time. No, yeah, he seems to have really solidified the city defence this season. Compared to last season, it's night and day, especially this season at the start. Um, five to Leicester. Five to Leicester. Two to Tom. They don't seem to look... Was it one in 11? Yeah, I think it was the, the Manchester derby that was the, the turning point. That was such a shit game. Oh it was my a terrible Lord. game. And since then, <laughs> the defence has just not looked back. You know, obviously it helps with Stones coming back into the fold and playing back at the level we saw in 2017-2018. Laporte's obviously done well when he's come in. Cancelo has just become this Joshua Kimmich-type player. Everyone forgets about Cancelo. Fucking hell. He's been solid. Defensively, Cancelo is absolutely immense. And everyone just Mm -hmm. seems to focus on his attacking play. But he's so good one-on-one, it's ridiculous. Same for Zinchenko, to be fair. Zinchenko positionally is fantastic. One-on-one, I'll take it all evening. Um, Diaz's projections in our uh, model this year 148.5 impact score projected, mm, which shows uh, how good his, his ceiling could potentially be. He just seems so mature. He doesn't look like a 23 year old. He looks like, mm. you know, 27, 20. He's been around forever as well. I think he was yeah. uh, starting from 17, 18. Shows like a little league analysis and getting stuff out of it. Yeah, we've got some. They've got some good players over the the time, haven't they? Yeah, Man well, there, there, was, there was a time when Rio Ave had Jan Oblak and Edison, Edison. as their two goalkeepers. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. mental. I saw it the other day Oblak and got sent off for them, and they had to bring on Edison. Oh, okay. You know, not not a bad option. Uh, I reckon I can guess your other centre half, Charlie. Um, oh, it's no the man, you, the man you share a barbers with. Let's hear about <laughs> Mister Fafana. He, that man. <laughs> He's only just turned 20. I don't think I've ever seen anyone that good for us at centre-back that young. He is absolutely immense. I said before he came, he would be insane for 32 million. You got a few threats, didn't you? Some St. Etienne fans for saying I how did. good you thought he'd be in the Premier League. Yeah. But no, they. That I've never seen anyone like him for us. He just, To say he's only 20, his positional sense is absolutely phenomenal. He's fast as well. He's 
he seems to have all the makings of a very good centre half. And he, if, if you know what we're like with selling, he could be our first 100 million player. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. He's better than Maguire was when we got 80 for him. Yeah. So. No, Unless he gets one hair and then it'll be shit. <laughs> yeah. He didn't play well then. <laughs> yeah, I find it a stranger for Fanny. Like when he was at St. Etienne, obviously he was there with William Saliba, and Saliba was the one who seemed to get all the plaudits, <laughs> um, all the hype. Obviously, it's not worked out for him yet. Um, I mean, I'll hold my hands up and say he's surprised me by how well he's done. Uh, his performances at St. Etienne suggested he could be good, but not probably as good as he has been at times. Um, I didn't put him in my he did get edged out of my team. Uh, I, I did go for Esri Conser. Um, oh, I just yeah, think he is, he's someone I've followed for a while, his Charlton days and his Brentford days. Um, and he's just, towards the end of last season, so post-lockdown, he started to show signs that he was maturing into a really good centre-half. And then this season, as Charlie said earlier, um, Villa's defence has just stepped up a notch. Obviously, it's helped that the attack, you know, Grealish has been phenomenal this season. Watkins has been brilliant. But that back five, Martinez in the back four, have looked really, really impressive at times. And I think Conser at times has overshadowed Mings, who sometimes can look to have a mistake in him. You know, he, he's been in and around the England setup, but he's by no means guaranteed to go to the Euros or even, you know, make a match day squad. And I think if Southgate was to pick one of those two to go to the Euros, I see the argument for Mings, left footed centre back to this yeah. mythical unicorn these days. But Conser is definitely someone who. Mm can be at the heart of an England defence or as a rotation option for England for the next decade or so. I think he's really mature and he's just stepped up beyond probably my expectations that I had for him pre-season. Um, and has looked, he's not looked out of place in that top end of the table as a young centre-half. So that was why he just about shaded it for me. Um, but I, I totally accept that Fafana deserves a spot as well. Yeah, and one more, probably, I'd like to give a, a quirky mention to Max Kilman, um, former mm. futsal player, has come in and done very well uh, at Wolves, playing in a back three and a back <laughs> two. As we said, left-footed centre-backs, um, such a valuable commodity because of the, the passing angles they bring. Um, let's go into midfield. I think we ended up on a 4-3-3. A three, three. Um, I think one of them, again... It's a Leicester player. It's a standout. Um, Yuri Tielemans, I think, has to be in that midfield. Adam, do you agree? I didn't realise he was under 23. I didn't yeah, realise he was under he, 23. He turns 24 yeah, this agree. season. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Yeah, well, that, yeah, no. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I do agree. Been around for ages. I thought he was like 26. That explains it, yeah. Jeez. Why don't you start? We've done Donker at, uh, what do you call it? And elect, uh, yeah. When they were both about 16, Andalek, 17. Yeah. yeah. No, he's... He's, he's been one of my favourite fantasy players this year. Him and Susek have been in the centre of my fantasy midfield oh, and they've Susek earned me so many so points. Oh, oh, my this Lord. isn't a podcast for Thomas Susek, but we'll be coming <laughs> up on future ones. Just incredible. No, I, I mean, Charlie, you can speak on Tielemans probably oh. more than I No, no, maybe for about 20 he's minutes. Most, he's been one of the most dynamic midfielders in the league um, in terms of Fits our midfield so well. Yeah. Our trio of him, Madison, and Ndidi is. So oh, Ndidi. Oh. I um, love it. It's a shame Ndidi couldn't be because he's only just turned 24. I know. 
no, that he's rumours that he's we're, we're trying to get him in a new contract now because it doesn't surprise me. He, he's a, he is a Champions League player, isn't he? So he's about 80 million. If you don't get top four, he's not someone who should be playing in the Europa League. He's a, I hate the term, but he's a Rolls Royce of a midfielder. He's yeah. just so good. To say he's 23 as well. He, if he stays for a couple of years, I can see him being our captain. He's got mm. that. He's that type of figure in the midfield that we need. He's a presence, I think. Yeah. Like he, when he came in on loan, instantly showed what we needed. Last season, especially towards the end, wasn't really performing what we, we'd seen before. But this season, he's just, he's really performed to what we expect from him. And he's just absolutely fantastic. He's definitely one yeah. who is a Champions League player, like you said. He deserves to play football. It's the same with him and then Diddy. They both deserve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Umar, who else did you have in your midfield alongside him? On the right, it's a weird one. I went with Trent. I think he's just, I think he's, in my eyes, he just suits that role so well. Just playing on that right of central midfield where he didn't have to do as much defending. Mm-hmm. He just oh, whipped balls in. I didn't hear anything that was just said. Trent, well, Trent in mid, on the right-hand side of a midfield on, three. Right. I mean, he, okay. he hasn't played there. and I Yeah, I know, but say, honestly. It's fair to say he hasn't, he's dipped. Yeah. But I think there's, yeah, there's no, a fair reason why he's dipped. You know, he's not, he's hardly missed a game of football for three years and he's, what, 22 years old. Yeah, he's bound to. Playing lose. in the most athletically demanding system in the league, in probably the most athletically demanding role in that system. He was bound mm-hmm. to have a burnout at, at some point, but his talent is unquestionable for me. Oh, yes. Yeah. I hate to say that. He's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he was an Everton fan saying that. Even then, that's how, that's how you know he's a good player. Yeah, I don't think he's a right back, though. I just think he'd be better up the pitch. I'm at the right centre mid or a right winger, even. Just He'd be like a, a worse David Beckham. Now, that's not really that bad of a thing, is it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he suits right back in that Jurgen Klopp system where the full backs are until they have to defend. Yeah, primary creative outlet. Yeah. Um, Someone in my midfield, um, probably a a bit of a wild card shout. I don't think anyone on Twitter suggested him in their teams. Um, Connor Gallagher, who I first noticed playing on loan at Swansea uh, last year. I was tempted by him. When they had they had quite a few Prem loanies last year. They had Brewster, who I like. They had Gwei, who's there again now, who I, I really like. But Gallagher caught my eye. He's come into this West Brom team and he's basically been the fulcrum in the midfield. Him and Romain Sawyers um, have done the bulk of the work in midfield. Um, he's, he's just got energy. He, he presses in a team that likes to sit off and he's really the only aggressive pressing force. He's a goal threat. He's popped up with a couple of goal contributions. I just think he's a really well-rounded midfielder. I mean, Chelsea's academy is well-vaunted for producing excellent, excellent footballers. Um, and I think he could be one. I don't know if he makes it there, but I think he could be sold to a, a mid-table Premier League side, anyone from sixth downwards, really, and they'll make a healthy profit on him, and I think he'll succeed. Um, so he was a bit of a left-field shout, but he made it into my midfield. Um, Adam, someone you know a lot about. who We could play midfield or we could play in the forward line. Um, Phil Foden, go on. I believe you're about the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, yes. Oh, I just lied so much. Hello. Yes. Right. Yeah, I think Phil Foden. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this kid 
he's genuinely one of the most talented players I have watched in a while to say he's 20 years old. He's he, is, he can play in he so many <laughs> positions. It's absolutely ridiculous. When he played, I remember uh, we were playing against someone not too long ago. He's played, he started on the right and then they just mm-hmm. switched. It. Oh, it's Tottenham. It's Tottenham against Tottenham. He started on the right and then he just switches him over to the left, Pep. And then he plays just as well against him there. And then he plays him down the centre sometimes. Like against Liverpool, he played him down the centre for a bit and then played him out wide as well. And he can play literally anywhere he wants because he's just so good at reading the game. Especially when Pep says he's the most talented youngster he's ever seen. When this man played an, a young Messi, yeah, you know he's, you know he's a good player. Yeah, you, you can't really get higher praise, can you? He, he could be Ballon d'Or winning. For me, I've said it before and I've been shot down for it, but I will continue to say this until I'm proved wrong. Phil Foden wins more than one Ballon d'Or. He has to start for England. Oh, mm. absolutely. Get him in now. Get him in for the next 10 years. He, he is incredible. He plays like he's in his prime already and he's 20 years old. Yeah, he's got seven years before he hits I'd hope prime. he didn't do a win, really. and peak early at like 26 and drop off. Yeah, you'd hope not. I think, I think his levels of football have actually been managed quite well. There was a lot of argument uh, a couple of years ago for him to play more football. But I do think Pep's actually managed his minutes really well and slowly integrated him now. And now at 2021, 20, he's starting to become a more regular Yeah, starter. I think he's one of them who has to be starting the majority We know Pep likes his rotation. Mm-hmm. And it's but not necessarily about What's going to hurt him is not getting a set position. If he doesn't get a set position, I don't think he's going to do as well as he possibly can. I think probably set positions in the midfield. He's passing um, yeah, I think I'd play him. I'd play him on the left three, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm I mean, I've sure. said we, we already have too much goodness there. A certain Jack Grealish, I think, meets us out on the left. Or just somewhere, just anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Raheem, so Raheem Sterling can play on that left hand side as well. Oh, Charlie can play all three front positions. Harvey Barnes can play there. Tell me about oh, Harvey Barnes. The man, he's done very well this season. He went, he's a um, top scoring um, player of what's it? I've forgotten the word now. This season? No. 2021? No. Wins a lot of fouls, and we saw against Liverpool. Um, well, they can't defend. That doesn't count. Yeah, that is true actually. But no, he's he's improved a lot this year. He's one of our our key players, and um, no, we have to get him in. You know, get him scoring goal after goal. He's really improved. And he's, if he gets you know twenty goals this season. Oof. You know, in all competitions, okay. yeah, I'll, be, I'll be satisfied. He, he might be he going. He might be your first hundred million pound player. Well, no, he's a, he's a Leicester. He's a Leicester boy. Oh, is he twenty two? What did he say? Is he twenty two? Oh, that's a good question. I think he's twenty two. I think he's twenty two or twenty one. 
He's 21 until yeah. he's 22. Let's leave it at that. There, there you go. Um, no, I think he's definitely in with a an outside chance of the Euros at the minute. I think in any other season he goes, but with the, the depth we've got, it's going to yeah. be a tricky I one. I think that's what it is. In. I think it'd be hard for him to get in. Um, he definitely made an outside chance. Um, uh, who have you, someone else you've got in your front three? Marcus Rashford. I think it's to me it's a no-brainer. Marcus Rashford. He's, he's not having his best. He's not having his best season. But he's got eight goals and six assists. And to say that's with the only thing I have to say with him is his decision making is like sometimes he can leave you just like wanting to fucking beat something up. But you know that's fine. I think I think sometimes that's acceptable in a, a young yeah. forward. And the thing is, the thing is, him is a big game player. Oh my! Like if you want a goal in a big game, you have to go to him. Like See, this is this is why I would have played a four four two. I played him up front. Like if you want to put Rashford, like I'll give you examples. The PSG this year, the first game, he scores in the eighty seventh minute. With a, it's a very good goal as well. Leipzig comes on and gets a hat trick, seals the game. Liverpool oh, yeah, in the cup, that's a big game. That's still a massive game. Even he's, he's not been at his, his best. He's been very yeah, good this year. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, his projection this year is still one hundred thirty five point two, which is very very good. Um, mm. He's in my team. Obviously, done a lot off the pitch uh, in the last year as well. Um, that helps as well. He's in my team. He is playing through the middle uh, in my team, which means I, I left. Yeah, I think I think that would work for England, but not not for United. I don't think I, it does mean I left one of my my own favourite players out. But we'll come to him. Um, oh. But yeah, his his pace, his directness, um, goal scoring threat. You know, he's, he's played a lot of football as well. I th- yeah, is he played like two hundred games? Or get into that. Yeah, he's played like two hundred and fifty. He's played yeah. the majority of the games. I remember it, his debut. Has. He broke my heart on his debut because he knocked Mitulland out of the Europa League, and we all know my love affair with FC Mitulland. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, he starts for me at the Euros. Um, oh yeah, I think he does. In, for me in as some well. shape or form, he starts for me. Um, yeah. As you say, he's not. It's not been his best season, but. So he's, he's, he's gone on the radar. He's on the right for some reason, and he's yeah. not a right winger. That's one place I don't. It's not do a, not a put Rashford on the right. Have though, is it? No. All these good players, especially well, do, yeah, do not put Marcus Rashford on the right hand side. It does not work. No. It's one of the worst things you'll ever see. Play him on the left or the striker, and he'll do very well. Now, someone I had in my front three, or he could have played in midfield, and I could have put Foden in my front three. Um, is Mason Mount. Now, I don't think any of you have had Mason no, Mount in your team. I think he goes teams. underrated, definitely. I think yeah, he is just... I think he ticks uh, a lot of boxes. So, oh, yeah. pressing is very good. Um, his shot creation and chance creation is excellent. His shooting is good. Um, he's playing in between the lines. I think he's one of those who is good at dropping in between spaces, between defences and midfields. I just think he's a really well-rounded... Yeah, midfielder can play in a variety of positions. Uh, another who will, I think starts for me uh, at the Euros. He's a 10. I think he's a bit. He's more like mm. a, a nine, and not yeah, an eight, but not a ten. I think. Yeah, I, I think he's like an eight, and a, an eight and a half. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think he's an eight plus. Yeah, an eight point five. Yeah, but no, he he's just versatile, well rounded. Does what the manager asks of him, which. You know, has it been led to accusations of teacher's pet or whatever? But that's what a footballer's job is. The manager sends you out there with a set of instructions. He works Uh, hard for Chelsea. What's his projection for 2021? Uh, It is 
if I can find him, 127.3 impact score projected, which is excellent. I think Tuchel will find a variety of ways to use him in this sort of loose 3-4-1-2. He could be one of the two central players. He could be one of the two in behind uh, the striker. He could even play there as a, a false nine, potentially. I just think he he fits a lot of roles. He ticks a lot of boxes in terms of his attributes. And I think he's he does get unnecessary slander at times for me. I think he gets on the bench, personally. Yeah. For me, at the Euros. Um, he definitely goes. I just don't think he starts. Who starts him? Just, just because England play the worst formation of all time. Yeah. Oh, that's too much of a debate. I can't be asked. Um, Bakayo, Bakayo Saka, Adam. He's a good player. Oh, I went for him as well. Can I even pick him? I'll talk about him. Well, I thought you quite <laughs> liked Bakayo Saka. I'd like Bakayo Saka. He's a good player. Yeah, I think he's quite good. I don't know who's very versatile. Did you hear any of that? I heard a little bit. <laughs> Has anyone heard anything I've said this entire time? He's like freezing every two seconds. That's just all. about fantastic. Yeah, I think he's he's very versatile. He's very similar to me. He he looks the brightest spark at the minute at Arsenal. Obviously, oh, yeah, just a million percent. Obviously, there was you know Aubameyang's a scare hat to get leads, but before that, every no, time he leads. got the ball, he to want to do something with it. He does one of them was a penalty. Yeah. He does seem to, yeah. you know, willing to drive the ball, willing to do everything, really. Like, was it Alioski he was up against? He, yeah. He didn't, have, he didn't stand a chance against Saka. Saka just completely, you know, had him on toast all night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, was weird that he was pigeonholed as this kind of left back, left wing back for so long. Then he had a few games yeah. in the wing and now he's a, a right midfielder. He's definitely one I'd take to the year as far it's as... That, that's, that's where he should play. What, on the right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I can see... Well, the, game, the best games I've seen have on the right. I can see him starting left wing back if England persists with this 3-4-3, yeah. which pays... This is why he's probably he's going like... the sword. Yeah. He, he can plug any gaps. Yeah, he's that's not... why I think he's, he's going to take... He's 19 as well. He's 19. He needs to leave Arsenal because I have one terrible club. He needs to join a good club. <laughs> I agree actually nice. good job Todd's not on today um, no I think he's a massive he's a massive creator he's a goal threat he's an excellent creator good defensive output another like we said like Mount just ticks a lot of boxes um, and seems willing and just enjoys playing football <laughs> I think that's important it's an intangible but I think it's important um, now, someone I didn't pick, but I think everyone else did, and I feel horrific for not picking him, but I just don't peg him as highly as a lot of our fan base does, is Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Um, has scored no, a lot I, of goals no. this season. I, has scored a lot of goals over the last 18 I think months. He deserves to be in the team. I'm liking. Whether he's, you know, in this 11, I think he's, he has to be in with a a shout, though. Look, he was so, so close to getting in for me. But I yeah, just... Yeah, he's, 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 he's definitely in. But he's not who I chose because I won't be something else. Yeah, I think the change came with Dom was when we started playing a lot more solidly. We were playing four centre-backs across a back four. We were looking to nick a goal and then just sit in and soak up pressure. And it worked, but to the detriment of his goal scoring. Because he is 
someone I've watched grow for the last kind of four years, and he's not someone who can create chances for himself. He can't fashion out chances for himself. He's someone who you want to sit in and around the six-yard area. He can win everything in the air. I've I've really seen a young striker better in the air than Dom. Um, he's mobile. He will run the channels if you need him to. But he's someone who, in and around the six-yard area, if you get a cross-in or a pass-in and he's got one touch, chances are that one touch could end up in the back of the net. But he's not someone who can... He can hold the ball up, but he's not someone who can play fast little interchanging football. I mean, there's been times this season where he's been on a run and then tried to take a shot on, and he shanked it nearer the corner flag than the goal. Yeah, I don't think he's not one of them, you know, who's going to get 30 goals a season. No, he, he's, well, he's been described as Pippo Anzaghi by Ancelotti, and I think that very much suits, you know, not technically gifted, but in and around that six-yard area, he knows how to position himself. He knows how to... A proper finisher. Pull the defender away, poach. yeah. An old, an old school poacher, absolutely. But in terms of this team and the players I picked around him who can fashion chances for themselves and others and will probably look to play more fluid interchanging football. He just didn't quite make the cut for me, but I, as much yeah. as I wanted to put him in. And I don't Who think you put this, I put Rashford through the middle. Um, oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I am one of these fans who, if we get a £70, a £70 million offer for him, sell him. Take it. Yeah. Because he's not going to have... Yeah. I doubt he will have a season. He might have one season in him where that is better than this one in terms of goal scoring and form. I agree. Uh, uh, one yeah, more name not... I wanted to discuss just before we kind of wrap up and finalise our 11. Pedro Neto at Wolves. Yeah, I'm just going to say he has to be in the shortlist. He's been probably mm. Wolves' best player. I mean, like, they've regressed massively. This he's season. their only attacking threat. Jason Timenez was out, but he, he looks... Fantastic against Southampton in that goal that he scored was incredible. He's just a very good young player again from Portugal. You know oh, Wolves don't have like. many of those, don't they? You've got to give them one. <laughs> no, no, they, I think he came from it was it Lazio or Italy. I think he came from. Uh, I thought he came from Sporting. Yeah, I, he, he started there, but I think he went to Italy. Best player in the Premier League to come from Sporting. <laughs> I do. Um, to say, I think I think he was very cheap as well. He's he's definitely looked up for it this season. Yeah, I mean, in the absence of Jimenez, Wolves' attack has dropped off a cliff. But I think oh, he yeah. has been the one that has at least tried to sustain it. You know, because at the end of last season, Pedence looked like he was going to step up, and it just mm-hmm. hasn't happened. Silver, it's probably come a little bit too early for him. Traore has always been renowned. He's tried up now. Not him with his end product. Yeah, and they brought in Vettinia as well. Who... Yeah, he's looked good. And obviously now they've got he's William Jose, play. so that should help. But Neto has definitely been that driving spark in the attack mm-hmm. this season. I think this will show us how underrated him in it is. I, I always had him as, as one of my top five number nines mm-hmm. in the Premier League. I think not many would have gone that far, but honestly, I rate him so highly. The, it's like, very the amount, important for the way they play. Yeah, and the fact that he gets all those chances and finishes so many of them, it's, he's unbelievable. How good he is! So, our 11, I think this is correct. Ilan Meslier in goal, mm-hmm. Reese James, mm-hmm. Ruben Diaz, yeah. Wesley Fafana, mm-hmm. James yeah. Justin, yeah. Yuri Tielemans yeah. in the midfield. There is actually a midfielder I forgot about, and I slate this guy a lot. But, um, a quick shout out to Rice. Rice. Um, but I think he's very good. By my favourite midfielder in the league this season, Thomas Susek. I think he's good. 
But I think he's very good. He's impressed me this season. I've started to change my opinion on Declan Rice, and he's I definitely on an upward curve in our model. Pivot. That pivot of Suchek and, and Rice, where Suchek and I now and see if England Suchek play three four that, three, that like progressive role, and Declan drops in a bit. It definitely he, he, yeah, he's more like the ball winner. If England play three four three, I can now see Rice starting in that midfield too. And he's twenty one, and he's captain West Ham to fourth place or fifth place. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think it's if very. If England good. find their Sue check, then we've got a chance, you know. Henderson, Henderson, and Rice, shove them in. No. <laughs> Rice and Mount, I think that works. No, they're best pals as well. Yeah. I don't. Mm. I don't think that works at all. But going back to our midfield, we had uh, Tielemans, uh, Foden, and who else did we have? We have another one. I think we just forgot about Elon. I'm not gonna lie. I think you got confused because Felix, because uh, Charlie played four four two, didn't he? Oh. Yeah. Well, Adam, you had Curtis Jones in there as well, didn't you? Oh, he's good. I, I just he's very remember good. him against Man City, and he was maybe he's... the best Liverpool. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's football yeah, player there. Honestly, he's incredible. Well, now he deserves. Oh, to I, be I said Mount was playing in there as well, didn't I? So it's either, oh, it's either Mount, Mount or Jones. Yeah. Mount. Mount or Jones. I'd go yeah, Mount. Okay. Mount. I'd go Mount. Yes. No more Liverpool players in there. And then front three, um, we had Saka, Rashford, Rashford and Foden. Tell you what, there's another striker. Foden, Foden, Honestly, I'm so excited for this guy when he when he gets like both his what he's done this season and what he's done last season together. Amazing group. Foden in twice. No, oh, he's on the left. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we did have Foden in the midfield. Sorry, it was Saka. Rashford and Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. I think Mason's going to be a superstar. Yeah, we, we didn't mention Mason. He Obviously, we, we've had this debate countless times about his uh, finishing regression, which was bound to happen, but I still think he's a phenomenally talented player. And I think once he... I don't know. Do you see him more centrally or right-hand side going forward? Central, centrally, 100%. This, yeah. I think this year he's obviously had to change his game to play on the right, and he's a he lot more creative. He doesn't get like, minutes for me. Yeah. Against against Everton, I think you saw like when we absolutely battered you off the back in the attacking third, which we did, and we could have scored about seventy six goals. But yeah. he was honestly probably our best attacker. Best three and three it's just a shame Cavani sort of taken his spot in that central role. But I think uh, last season, him... last season he honestly I couldn't believe what I've seen last season when he was scoring goals from everywhere. If you could you pick make, a finisher to learn from, Cavani would be yeah. right up there as someone who oh, knows yes. how to finish. He is one of the most criminally underrated. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, it's because he's played in Ligue 1 for such a long time. I think that's been the issue. So good. As a number nine. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah, I think this will help, help him in the long run. He'll be as good as Cavani was, he'll be fine. So, you, can, you can already see that he's learning like, differently with his movements. He's moving a lot different to how he was before. And this is right, because I think he's going to be our number nine. Soon. Meslier, James, Diaz, Fafana, Justin, Tielemans, Foden, Mount, Saka, Calvert Lewin, Rashford. Not a bad 11. Um, oh, yeah. If you disagree, okay. please do let us know. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube in the comments or if you're listening on streaming platforms, get involved uh, on Twitter. Um, I'm at Elgop Felix. Um, Adam, you're Elgop Adam. Yeah. Charlie. Uh, Jarvis Charlie, Umer? I'm, I'm sure too. There you go. Uh, I'll put them in the, the link below. 
But thank you for listening. Uh, if you've got any questions or episode ideas, please do get in touch. But we will say goodbye for now. <laughs>